Hi, my name is Jolene Sher. I'm an author. At the moment, I'm self-published with a dream of someone discovering one of my books. I have two completed books. One is called Ephenia, which is a novel, and the other falls into the world of self-help, which is the holistic entrepreneur. Join me as I ramble through my thoughts and write my third book titled, If Life's a Journey, What's in Your Backpack? Before I dig into the podcasts that are going to follow, as I work through chapters and process the entire book, If Life's a Journey, What's in Your Backpack? I wanted to introduce myself as an author, tell you a bit about me. I can't remember when I realized that writing wasn't just scribbling for me and it was truly going to become a passion. And then that turning point when I once again realized that the passion was going to become a career and a way of life. Although I wear other hats and I'm a transformation coach and absolutely love the world of social media, as a strategist, I'm a co-owner of a business called Lifeology. I love being an entrepreneur. There's something where my soul just comes alive as an author in the time that I write. It's so interesting because I believe that every coach needs a coach. Every person needs someone to talk to. And the person that I have to talk to asked me a question about my doing, my being and my having. And of all the things that I love to do, to be and to have, the place where I'm the most at peace and where I truly am being is when I'm writing. Unfortunately, we all have our triggers triggers for esteem and these blocks where self-worth kicks in and we don't manage to do the things that we want to do. Obviously, writer's block is a problem for writers and mine comes in when I have a look at the bank balance and see that I need to push in order to do the other things and writing falls by the wayside. However, as a transformation coach, And even in the realm that I write, it's all deeply holistic. My entire life is conscious and holistic and focused on truth and awareness and truly living life as openly and honestly as possible. I believe that there is something very powerful in that. Whatever I write about, however I coach, whatever I talk about, it's always in alignment with the energy and the messages of the universe. Because of that, I know that I'm not doing it the right way when I get stuck in the other work and I don't do the writing. I know that in the place of being is the time when the other manifestation and all of the creations come along. So it takes effort and energy for me to write. I want to tell you the story of the two books that I wrote and how both of them really took a lot of energy and were deep processes for me. The first one that I wrote was my novel, Ephenia. I only published it in 2017, but I wrote it in about 2006 and 2007. I wrote it over that period of time. My dad was very ill. He has been gone for 11 years now and in the process of us really allowing it to sink in that he didn't have much longer, 
I was also in a business that I didn't enjoy. I had a business partner and she was amazing at that time because she gave me permission to step out of the business and flit in and out when I wanted to. And I literally sat down and used every free moment that I could in this deep processing of what was to come in losing my father and who I was spiritually and what I understood. And I wrote and wrote and eventually ended up with this novel called Ephenia. It's the story of a woman who um, is ill and they can't figure out what is wrong with her. She goes on this retreat in order to take some time out because she's not allowed to work until they figure out what is wrong with her. And she ends up meeting a family where the dynamic truly shifts her, a really young girl who from the youngest age just has these intriguing questions about life and an older woman who is a spiritual teacher and guide to other people and starts to guide her. There's a twist of romance in it and I'm sure that it's it's so important for each one of us to know that when we're figuring ourselves out, it's not only about figuring us out as an island, it's about figuring out who is around us too. And that's why I wanted her to have this relationship element, although the relationship with herself is so important. We always have to heal and transform as we work with other people at the same time. One of the key things that I really wanted to get into the book is that when I was going through my array of figuring out who I was spiritually, I did a little bit of everything from astrology to numerology to tarot. Today, I still use my numerology and my tarot in my coaching. I studied Egyptology and mythology and dabbled in a little bit of everything, including a whole lot of different religious um, practices, Hinduism, Buddhism, and shamanism. And when I was a part of the shaman circle, someone within it got sick. And they called to say, we're all gathering and we're going to do a ceremony to help her get better. And she's going to smoke the peace pipe and all this kind of stuff. And it didn't sit well with me. I really felt that this was the time for doctors to step in and she should have gone to hospital. And it was not the way that it was done in that circle. And I got a call the next morning to be told that she had passed away. And I never returned to the circle because as deeply holistic and spiritual as I am, I will drink a remedy and a broth for everything and I have fresh fruits and vegetables and herbs that I really believe have impact. During winter, I drink a fresh orange and sage through the whole of winter. I have all of those remedies. But when I'm sick, I know that I'm sick. And I go to the doctor and I do the right kind of things. So I added that twist into the book. It was really important for me that in her spiritual understanding of healing, that there was this mix of connecting to our soul and our spiritual world, but also being really earthly in the process. Um, There's some meditations that I did for myself in the healing journey and process that I've also weaved into the book. When I was learning how I wanted to write and who I wanted to um, look up to as a writer, Paulo Coelho was the energy and he still to this day is 
Um, it's so rare to find a writer in in that genre. If you haven't read any of anything of his, just pick up The Alchemist or Breeder or The Witch of Portobello. Those are just some of my favorite books. And 11 Minutes. Do yourself a favor. If you have some relationship and intimacy processes to work through, then uh, 11 Minutes is absolutely incredible. Um, and I wanted to write like him. I wanted to write in the new age genre, and I did, and I was thrilled in doing it. But what was interesting is when it was time to look for a publisher, I struggled because the feedback that I kept on getting was, this is not the genre that we publish. And there were even some international places that I sent it to, and someone knew someone, and they were like, we'll put in a special word, and when I got it back, it just never seemed to really find a, a place with someone. I still hold out that the right person is going to pick it up and read it. But in the meantime, it's been an incredible journey to self-publish. What uh, I do want to tell you is that I am gifting the free PDF copy of Ephenia, uh, especially during this time. If you're listening to this way down the line, I am doing this recording in COVID and I honestly believe that there's many people who because we've been stuck with ourselves so much and it's such a traumatic unusual time and we've really had to process who we are during this lockdown and during this pandemic I have opted to gift it for free. Um, in, the, in the description is the link where you can get that book if you also want to reach out to me I'll have my email address there too. The second book I wrote is very interesting. In 2010, when we were getting our business up and running, I decided that as a marketing plan, I was going to blog. And we had watched the movie Julia and Julia in 2009. If you haven't seen it, it's an amazing story about a woman, Julie, who blogged daily as she worked her way through the recipe book um, of Julia Child. And I decided that as a marketing plan, I would show the world what it was like to live Project Me. I called it Project Me and make myself my own personal project every day. I ended up blogging every single day for well over two and a half years. It was incredible. It, it shifted my life. I became an influencer within South Africa because of the recognition and eventually changed a lot of my blog to link into being that that influencer and having incredible experiences all across South Africa. I had flights sponsored. It was a very different time. It was um, 2010, 2011 into a bit of 2012. And I then wanted to write this book of everything that we teach within Lifeology. I started my conscious journey when I was young. I remember when I was even as young as six years old, I would sit and look out at the stars and question life and how it worked. And it just continued through my whole, through my whole life. I was listening to channeled messages and exploring the, all levels of spirituality when I was still in high school. And through that, whether you call it channeling or connecting to the universe or tapping into messages, I developed an incredible gift where I have the ability to listen and hear. And I always have either a recording device, which is easy with a phone now, or a notepad near me and I write. 
And in that writing, there are processes that we work with as transformation coaches within lifeology, whatever we do, setting your compass to happiness, um, reforming faith into an acronym of focus, acceptance, intention, trust, and happiness. Absolutely reworking gratitude so that it's not a process at the end of the day, but that it's it's this in-the-moment energetic shift into feeling the gratitude and shifting it from a thought into energy. I unpack the laws of attraction and how manifestation works because it really has gotten a bad reputation thanks to so many people who are jumping on the bandwagon and not truly explaining the energy behind the processes. And then people try it, chaos happens, it doesn't work, they put timelines on, on life and and ultimately we begin to lose faith in ourselves and then in the universe, which for me would be terribly, terribly tragic. So I wanted to write Project Me, but the self-help industry is really saturated. And one of the things that I do is I I talk about how if there's truly any level of self-help, it needs to come from helping yourself. The steps that you need to take are the steps that you create in walking your own path of faith. And because of that, I opted more to play in the space of being the holistic entrepreneur and helping people within business because there are so many people who want the opportunity to understand what it means to do business. And it's easy to pick up a book that tells you how to do a business plan and create the things that you want and cash flows and how to talk to a bank manager and how to how to find investors. But there's not a lot out there that helps you emotionally, supports you emotionally with what it means to put your self-worth before your net worth. That's why I chose to write The Holistic Entrepreneur. And what's been amazing in that book is that an array of people have read it. Some people who are young are still in school. Some people who are trying to figure out their lives and aren't in business. And they have taken the book and managed to pull out the places where it talks about business and put their personal journey into it in order to use it. So those are the two books that are published. I'm working on uh, another novel. It's going to be a slow process. I'm not rushing it. I'd love to finish writing the one that I'm going to journey with you about and then most probably if this all goes well, write the novel in the same way and share the stories and the thoughts and the processes as I do it. I'm still playing with the name. Um, It's either going to be called When Saturn Returns or When Second Saturn Returns. It's a big thing for me because I'm stepping into being a male character and it's spanning over a 30-year period of his life. If you don't know anything about Saturn, it's a really, really fascinating time in our lives. Saturn does a between a 27 and a 29 to 30 year cycle. And so it comes around when we turn between 27 and and 30 years old, and then it comes around again uh, between 57 and into heading into our 60s. A lot of times when we say people are having a midlife crisis, it's actually them going through second Saturn return. What happens in first Saturn return is you have a look at your whole life and you ask yourself, is this truly what I want? Is this 
where I've put myself within the world, is it true? Is it reflecting the essence of my soul? And this is really the time where people either get stuck or start to move into this direction where they really journey through life. Um, he is going to journey and then at the age of 59, he is going to hit a very, very big wobble because that is the time where Saturn returns again and asks a very powerful question. When I reflect back on my life, have I done the things that I want to do? If I'm starting to journey to the end of my life, how am I using my energy and where do I want it to be? So it's his reflecting backwards and forwards from this return that he's in at the age of 60 and just looking backwards and telling the story of how he journeyed through his first Saturn return and how he thought the second one was going to be easy and it actually really isn't. It's interesting for me because I am turning 47. I have done my first Saturn return. I haven't done my second Saturn return. Um, and to tap into this energy of what it could possibly be like to think that you are deeply spiritual and connected and all your ducks are in a row and then life really comes along and shatters all of that to bring about a test of faith that um, I think we're all going through at COVID, during COVID right now. So many people's belief systems are really desperately being tested. And I'm grateful that I chose to write the book before then. But what I'm going to be sharing with you is my journey as I write a book called If Life's a Journey, What's in Your Backpack? When I was growing up, my mom always said it, life's a journey, life's a journey. And so many places we hear it, that the soul comes to earth and does this journey. And when you journey, you kind of have to be prepared and ready for it. And I started to reflect on this many years ago. And it just became this curious thing for me where I'd end up keeping notes and going, oh, that I'd put in my backpack, that I'd put in my backpack. And there's so many things from fun to love and the people that you journey with and you would need a compass and what is that compass and and um you would need nourishment and uh, and sleep is so important and what is your navigation system and it just became this whole beautiful list of all these things that you would energetically holistically spiritually and consciously pack into your backpack to journey through your entire life. I am on this journey at the moment and I'm really making sure that everything that I've put in my backpack I use and I use consciously well and in the stories that I'm going to share with you there's a lot of nourishment and self-worth and self-love. I'm going to tell you my stories of being desperately overweight and and losing it and the money issues that I've had and how I've really had to reconnect with money and make friends and this pitiful low self-esteem and building up my esteem and talking about my guides and my guardian angels and I have beautiful spirit animals around me. I'm going to guide you through meditation and visualization and this shift in energy and consciousness and why vision boards don't work anymore and how to shift into having um, aspirations for yourself and intentions for yourself and letting go of some of those these goals. I'm absolutely thrilled. I hope that you can hear my excitement in the process. So this is my update. This is the start of the journey. 
The first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to update you on what I've written so far because I have dug in a bit and written 11,000 words. So please look out. This journey is about to begin. I'm really excited to share with you as I process, unpack and write this book, If Life's a Journey, What's in Your Backpack?